Since God's nature is spiritual, it would have been impossible to put his nature in just a physical man. He had to create us like him in order to put in us what he has in him. The Gospel of John, that's where I want you to go. John, the fourth chapter and the 24th verse. And keep in mind what we just read, that God is a what? Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, right? So the scripture just stated in Genesis, let us make man. Everybody say man. Put your hands on yourself. Say, That's me. Now keep this in mind. That statement man is not referring to gender. It's not referring to male or female. When God said let us make man. It's referring to the inner man, which is spirit. Now, in the New Testament, the Bible says, there is neither male nor female in the anointed Jesus because it's referring to the spiritual part of us, which is the real you and the real me. We're spirit beings. So when God was, when, when the Father God says, let us make man, he's referring to your spirit. We're spirit first. And because we're spirit, we will live as long as God lives. So what? Yes. Well, because God is eternal. And if he made us like him, then we're eternal. Now, we had a beginning. God did not have a beginning. Time got started when God created it. God created time. God lives in eternity. He created time. But we were in Him, in God, before the foundation of the world. So that, that scripture means that we didn't get started when time was created. I'm talking about the man God says He's going to make. So we're, we're, we're looking at this as if we're on the outside looking in and, and God just woke us up and He said, y'all check me out. I'm going to, because the angels was definitely checking him out. The angels was already created. So the angels are now checking him out. Because one of the angels said in Psalms 8, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visits him? Then the scripture says, You have made him a little lower than angels. And the Hebrew word for angel is actually Elohim. Meaning you have made him a little bit lower than yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that he made us inferior. He's talking about as far as rank, as far as attributes. None of us are all knowing he is. None of us are all present. He is. None of us are all powerful. He is. But when he made us, it's referring to his divine nature. We have the same love in our hearts that God have in his heart. We have the same peace in our heart that God has in his heart. So that's talking about his nature. Since God's nature is spiritual, it would have been impossible to put his nature in just a physical man. He had to create us like him in order to put in us what he has in him. Glory to God, glory to God. 
So he made a spirit and he put in us his divine nature. Now in John chapter 4 verse 25, he says, God is a spirit. I am in the same class of being with God. Time while I was growing and getting more illuminated by the spirit, he would say stuff to me like this. You keep reading this Bible, you're going to think like me because this Bible contains abundance of my thought. And if you learn to think like me, there's no way you can fail in life. Because before God got a hold of me, I was afraid of going somewhere to do nothing. <laughs> Some people said going somewhere to make something happen. I was going somewhere to do absolutely nothing but fail. So don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> so we're spirit being. In the Greek, it has the word pneuma for spirit. So when you read this, as in John chapter 4, verse 24, which we just read, it says God is a spirit. It's the same Greek word, spirit, which is pneuma. And when God talks about us as spirit, it's the same Greek word. Now, through studying the Bible and having good dictionaries and commentaries and things like that, you can you can be able to differentiate between whether the Bible is talking about the Holy Spirit or the human spirit or a demonic spirit. A lot of times there's an adjective before spirit. Like, for, for instance, God, the Holy Spirit, it goes the Holy Spirit. So we know that's God, the third person of what we call the Godhead. Some say Trinity, I say Godhead, because Godhead's in the Bible. Now, when it talks about an evil spirit, Jesus said, it says, Jesus cast out an unclean spirit. You see, you heard the adjective? Unclean spirit. You know, that's not referring to us. That's a demon spirit. It's an unclean spirit. A spirit of fear. The Bible says God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So there is a spirit that generates fear. And fear brings torment. So the same Greek word is used, pneuma, whether it's an unclean spirit, the human spirit, or the Holy Spirit. You just have to be able to differentiate between which one by, you know, if you if you just got born again and start reading the Bible, like when I got born again in 1980, it's going to be a while, unless you have a teacher like myself, to teach you this, it's going to take you a while to get it. It took me a while because I didn't have me teaching me. But I had what I'm going to talk about today. I had the teacher of teachers on the inside of me. But but you have to understand, when you have darkness running through your mind all those many years, it's not going to be easy for you to pick up when the voice of the Spirit is speaking to you. Thank God for his patience. Isn't that wonderful? Boy, he kept working with us. Like, he, like you know what you're doing, don't you? I hear the preacher say, it's pretty good, so I'm going to share it with you. He says, it's like this, the Holy Spirit jumped in our spirit. Then he said, well, let me go up into the soul. We're going to, we're going to discuss that a little bit, too. We talked about that a little bit last year. So, so the Holy Spirit in our spirit, he jumps up. That's, that's an illustration. He jumps up into our soul and get over into our mind and imagination. He said, dear God, I'm glad I'm God. Because short of me, no one can have this person. <laughs> He goes back, because he saw all the images and imagination that was in our mind, and he knew all those things was created through the words of darkness. But now he's inside of us bringing illumination. We're spirit being like God. We have a soul. God has a soul, people. The scripture says, if we draw back from walking by faith towards God, 
God will have, his soul will have no pleasure in us. That's the scripture right there. It's telling us that God has a soul. Okay, if God has a soul, what constitute or what make up a soul? The mind, the will, and the emotion. The mind, the will, and the emotion. Choose after the Holy Spirit drew us to Jesus. We didn't just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to Jesus. You know how many times the Holy Spirit told us, come on, give your heart to Jesus. We said, okay, tomorrow. Okay, but you get me out of this when I serve him next week. He get us out of that problem. We said, oh, Lord, God's going to kill me because <laughs> I lied to him again. Then finally one day, because of all the many times someone had lived Jesus before you or talked to you about Jesus, the Holy Spirit says, I think I can pull him on in here to Jesus now. And he did. So we did have a, a choice in the matter. We did. We could choose to, because we had done it so many times. I know I did. Rejected it. I don't know when I do that. I mean, I didn't come right out to say, I don't want no Jesus. But my action was saying, I don't want him now. So yeah, we did have, our soul was involved with it as far as our soul consists of our mind, our will, and our emotions. So we had to make a choice. We were free moral agents. We chose, okay, Jesus, come into my heart. And he came, and he changed us. Then he started re rearranging us in our thinking. So the soul consists of those three major components. I said, the mind, the will, and the emotions. Thank you for watching the Oasis of Love TV 10-minute workout. This teaching is available to you in its entirety on our Oasis of Love TV YouTube channel. We would love for you to subscribe, like, and share our video teachings today. This message was brought to you by our patrons at Love Center Family Church, Joseph and Deborah Hill Ministries, and the financial contributions of our faith partners like you worldwide. If you would like to become a faith partner, you can do so by sowing a seed of any amount at dollar sign kingdom rule. That's dollar sign kingdom rule via cash app, PayPal or Gively. If you need prayer, you can do so by calling us at 757-539-7079. That's 757-539-7079. And if you're in the Tidewater area of Virginia, please be our guest by visiting us at Love Center Family Church at 362 East Washington Street in Suffolk, Virginia. Services are Sundays at 11 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember to reach out to the world with the love of God. And remember, God loves you just as much as he loved Jesus and faith and the anointing worketh by God's love. You have a great week.